welcome, welcome to the Bros, Balls, Bangers podcast. I am your loving host, Caleb Wilcox. Sitting across from me is another loving guy, your co-host, Mr. Cody Davis. Well, hello, my dude. How are we doing? Man, it is the day after Valentine's Day, so the pocketbook is not feeling the love. The love is in here. <laughs> yeah, the pocketbook feels very unloved. <laughs> but my wife feels very loved, so that's a great trade-off. As she cool should. with that. Um, What'd you do, bud? You know, we got some flowers delivered to her, cooked her a little dinner, drank a glass of wine together. I whooped her butt in Mario Party. Mm. Because, I played SmackDown last week. Just because it's Valentine's Day doesn't mean I'm going to let her win. I think I talked to you like either today or last night. You are like, wait, you didn't let her win? I was like, hell no. Come on, man. No. That's a doll right there. When it comes to competition, I don't know that I can just let people win. It's not my, it's not my nature. It's yeah. like, that's how I know that like my brother, for instance, him beating me in Madden isn't a fluke because I would never let anyone win. <laughs> Especially my brother, of all people. So like... yeah. I know that just for some reason he has this weird thing that he can just beat me. I don't know. It's odd. Got, got that thing over your head, bro. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. Weird, weird. Uh, did you do anything fun for your V-Day? Yeah. Uh, past couple of years, you know, since your boy is uh, very much single in the uh, in the single side of things. Uh, my pops and Deanna have, like... Kind of do like a Valentine's Day with Britt and I, yeah. Um, especially since Nate's overseas and stuff, yeah. Uh, so we went to the we went to Culver's for dinner, of course, because D had to uh, stay and uh, she didn't get off because one of her managers called in. Okay. Uh, so we uh, shout out D. We had to go see her for dinner, which Culver's never misses. Slaps. Oh, shout out Culver's. Uh, and then we uh, Dad, Britt, and I went over to uh, Big Shots next door and. Uh, Sick. Swung the old golf club around. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was fun. How'd you hit? First couple swings, bro, felt natural. Felt hitting the ball was great. And the TV's on the big shots. Mm-hmm. tells you, like, your, you know, your club speed and like yeah. where you hit the ball and everything. And everything was, like, looking really good. Um, but then as all days of golf, you know, it, it turns to the dark days and you start slicing shit and hitting on top of the ball. and. Oh, I feel that, brother. Yeah. So, uh, but it was really fun. Good time. Uh, shout out Pops and shout out Britt for uh, Big Shots. It was super fun. So I am gone the 1st through the 6th. You were gone. Official. Breaking news here. Breaking news on the pod before <laughs> my wife even officially knows. I am <laughs> out of town April 1st through the 6th. See so you later, kid. Peace, peace, gone. You're going gone. to Smashville? Smashville. Ooh. Smashville. You guys should go like, catch a game. No. Not a hockey guy? That'd be fun. I- I mean, I I would love that. I just we're working. It's a work trip. Yeah, but you know, they, you know, then you talk Luke and he go and see a well, well, uh, you know, game. he he's a he's a sweeter man than he used to be. So we'll we'll, we'll see. Maybe I can uh, smooth talk him over with my uh, winning smile and my podcasty voice. He can just <laughs> be like, you know what, Caleb, you're right. We should go see a hockey game because that would be a blast. And I've actually never seen a hockey game. So oh man, they're so fun. You guys would have a blast. Be a good word, camaraderie kind of thing. Team building. Yeah. Team building. Love that. Yeah. Get someone just shoved up right in the glass, right in front of you. Oh, that'd be fun. Or smack in the glass. You see up on the board center. We're all just drunk out of our mind, just losing it. We're CRC logoed stuff. 
Every, we wake up, wake up the next morning like, oh gosh, we made mistakes. That time in Nashville. That one time, that one Nashville trip with Luke, his wife, and me and Garrett. It's, it's like a weird like reality show. <laughs> yeah. It's like a sick joke. A boss, his wife, and his two employees walk to a bar. <laughs> but no, well, that's fun. exciting. That'll yeah, be I've never been uh, to this conference that we're going to. Uh, everyone else has, has been in the organization, um, learned a lot, so excited to get the opportunity, and definitely will take uh, advantage of it without a doubt. Love it. Um, so we we've got to obviously start out by congratulating no one other than as much as it pains me to say. The Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Back-to-back, congratulations. Massive. Big dubs. W's in the chat. The Chiefs were down 10-0 to at halftime and came back to win in the final seconds. and Of overtime. Yep, in overtime. And take home their, uh, their fifth, no, fourth. No, their third title in five years. They were their fourth overall. Fourth over, oh, like that's an organization, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth is a franchise, yeah. They took the lead from us now, like as far as like between us, like Denver and Kansas City. Yeah. yeah, we were tied at three, and they had to be assholes, <laughs> they had to go back to back, had to go back to back, <laughs> and be a bunch of pricks. Yeah, so, um, let's talk about the game real quick. Uh, Brock Purdy honestly played pretty well, uh, obviously struggled on third down, um. Obviously, is not on the same level as Patrick Mahomes as far as the category and quarterback situation, um, but played well. I, I I will give him that. That I walked away being like, you know what, he's the he's the 49er quarterback going forward and unquestioned. Congratulations. Uh, your thoughts? Well, before we go any further, I think there's a very good need of congratulations here for myself because I. On this pod did in fact pick the chiefs to win the super bowl um so you know we'll, we'll give we'll give us a good uh, little golf clap there um and uh you know just a little pat on the back because i knew you just don't bet against pat in those big games man you gotta have some crazy stuff happen to win I told you that all the chiefs fans would be happy that i picked the 49ers that's true that's true We're, i'm glad there i'm glad because i put some cheddar <laughs> on the chiefs too so I would never put actual money against Pat. I think we even said that in the... Never. Like, I, I picked him in, in fantasy land and, like, just talking. But as far as, like, if someone had a gun to my head and said, you've got $100, place it on the 49ers or the Chiefs, I'd never bet against Pat. Like, you just Hell can't no. put money on him. No way. Against him, at least. I think big takeaways from the game. Uh, sadly enough, the one that was probably the biggest uh, was the whole Trav uh bumping andy i think that was probably the biggest news outlet story that they've had other than them winning which green, is sad Greenlaw's injury Greenlaw was huge uh as far as media goes gosh they've been blowing up that trap bump thing dude like yeah those are just the most competitive people that love one another first off like those guys are dad and son more than anything like that that's just something that they do and they've come out and said that traps came out and apologize yeah he said it on the bottom but it, it was it was super cool um i didn't mind it at all uh dre green all injury was massive uh obviously horrific mm-hmm. uh just coming off the sideline like that and tearing the achilles was man that's that's tough to see and you haven't heard it in kill's voice he's like well that's depressing yep yep it's just demoralizing i mean he's such a dog too he's and, everywhere on that field oh yeah 
was taken so much away. Really was. Yeah, he, him and Fred were locking up that middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once he went out, I think San Fran still played a great game. Yeah. Uh, still held Pat to one touchdown regulation. That's that's a tough feat for anybody to do. Uh, minus Greenlaw too in the second half, basically. Uh, just a whole whole lot of things happened, but when it seemed to come down to a few plays, it always kind of went Casey's way. Uh, with the muff punt on San Fran's side, I think that kind of really allowed. KC to get back in the game a little bit. I thought San Fran could have maybe went down and scored on that drive and maybe kind of gave some cushion. Uh, really made Pat come back and score a little bit. But uh, they gave him a free possession and they scored right after that, which was just a huge part in the game. Um, fourth quarter, man, it always just comes down to usually the last couple of drives. Like if you're not yep. moving the ball, taking time off possession, it's just it's usually not going to go well for you in those moments. Uh, and Pat did just that with getting him in field goal position. Harrison Bucker, we got to give him props, man. That's one of the best kickers ever to yep. be on a football field. Agreed. Massive, big old 50 yards just cruising him through. Uh, Moody had a had some big kicks too. Also missed the extra point, which ended up being very, very huge, uh, except especially at the end of the game with it being tied. Yeah. Uh, so, so many great takeaways. Uh, San Frank coming out and firing their defensive coordinator. I didn't understand that. Uh, after the game, yep, anyway, Kyle said that they just weren't seeing eye to eye and they wanted to move on to a different different guy. So, San Fran's not in good cap position either. Uh, Bad. A lot of things. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, Brandon Ayuk's been saying some weird things, uh, but uh, KC looks to be better than ever and. They've got cap, and they're going to have more picks. And Patch wanting to willing to restructure his contract, uh, apparently. So that dude just wants to win. Yep. And when you got a guy like that, that's how you get it done. How Tom got it done so many times. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, hats off to them, and hats off to the the KC coaches too. They had everybody prepped and ready for. Yeah, bro. Oh, the overtime rules. I want rules and touch on that. Yeah. Um, the how big is that? How big is that? Not knowing the. <laughs> The change and, and whatnot and, and how the, the Chiefs players say that they talk about that every week. Yeah. And go through the rules every week. And it's just just comes down to those minute details. Well, like, yeah. You can't not know the rules. You can't not know how overtime works as a team. Yeah. Like that that's unacceptable. In, that, in that the biggest game of fired. the year. Like, you you deserve to be that. fired. Kyle should be fired. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get you're great and you've had a lot of success for that organization, but you can't make a boneheaded mistake like that and keep your job. Well, in the position of him saying that he put it on his like assistant coaches, that's what kind of head coach are you then? If you're not preaching it, why are they or why are they the only ones preaching it? Like if you're saying you put it on your assistant coaches, that makes me feel like you're sitting up in your office on your computer or whatever you're doing. And they're the ones down there coaching the team. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's always been very obviously in the kind of just kind of bad realm of outcomes of games with, you know, with the OC and OC positions with Elena and all that. We know what happened there. So I don't know. He might be on the hot seat, especially if they don't like get back. I could say this season could be, depending on how next season goes, if they're not back in the Super Bowl, they could move up Kyle and just want to try something different, try something new. Yeah. Depending on how a, a, an OC looks this season, 
Um, that's always kind of how it works is if an OC comes out and an offense is firing all, all cylinders and they make it pretty far in the playoffs, uh, a team's willing to give them a shot at, at coaching gig, especially if they've been around a while or, or shown shown the the savvy to be a head coach. Oh, yeah. And he ain't going anywhere. I mean, his dad being who he is. Yeah, no, he'd go somewhere else. He's not going. He'd coach, but... Um, I don't think San Fran's going to get rid of him. I mean, no, I'm not saying they would, but if they... If it was a dumpster fire of a season, I could see them being like, all right, we probably need to make a change. Yeah. I think John and him are boys, too. You no, know, so That, that sure. plays into it. They're homies. Yeah. You know. I mean, he probably will retire a 49er, but... We'll see. We'll see. You don't uh, see that a lot. The little script that they had up with Andy, the little comparison of Andy and Kyle, where they both lost their first four years and didn't get the Super Bowl. I thought that was pretty interesting to see. Um, but Andy also switched teams. So that's what if Kyle might have to do that as well. Might just not be able to get it done. Yeah, it might. Uh, I mean, you also have to look at your situation and look at the situation around it. Like you mentioned, the cap space isn't great. Uh, players are, seem unhappy. Uh, it could just be time for just a full franchise reset, which would be obviously horrible. Yeah. For for like a Brock, I mean, that's who, tough. Who knows what happens to him at that point? But and this is all very hypothetical. But yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, that could be. You make a good point. Could be what he needs. There's a lot of chatter going exactly. on, and you know when that stuff kind of happens, you got to keep that in house, or else it's going to get bad. Yeah, you can't let it grow. Just I mean, it's eat. like uh. It's like this Laker, LeBron, Curry stuff. Yeah. Like, it's being talked about right now, and I get it because it's fresh. But the longer that shit lingers, the more... Just squash it. The more in the next season, depending on how both of our seasons go, mm -hmm. that would be the biggest storyline going into the offseason is LeBron's going to Golden State. Mm -hmm. And it's like, probably not. Yeah. But that, that definitely... If we both lose in the play-in or something like that happens... Mm -hmm. Who knows? It could happen. Crazy stuff could happen. The older they get, the more likely it could happen. Oh, for sure. I mean, knowing how many years you've got left and and realizing and pretty much squashing of like the I want to get a championship before you and just being like, let's just go get maybe a couple before we finish this shit off. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Chase greatness at that point. And that's what it's about, I think. Just, oh, it's championships are bust for me. Yeah, just chasing greatness and championships at that point. Mm -hmm. Just trying to stack up as many as you can. So Leaving a legacy. But it, it it's interesting. Um, someone made the, the point of like, I don't think either one of them is going to have to sacrifice a lot of their personalities or who they are to be on the same team either. That's, that's not how oh, like yeah. Steph is, and I don't think LeBron's at that point in his career anymore. He's no. shown that with how he's been like it's ad's team like i'm just here yeah i'm just here to play ball he's magic at this point yeah and just, so that's i don't think it'd be a huge issue mm -hmm. I, yeah we've seen them play together on all-star teams and well stuff. who knows the olympics could be a telltale sign if they okay. had a blast playing together and they're like always next to each other in practices yeah i would say that <laughs> it could Maybe be a real it's inspiring thing but good who knows we'll see but that you make a good point about the the media it's like we, you got to squash that quick and like, or else it's just going to linger and, and storyline yeah. continue to be written and just no necessary storylines. Like exactly. we got a championship to go win. That's first of all. Well, let's, let's quit talking and let's go and play ball. Yeah. Agreed. Um, 
Taylor Swift was at the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. along with Blake Lively, Ice Spies, and the Kelseys. Mm. Did you see the comparison of, and I think you and I talked about this even, of like what the Kardashians box was compared to Taylor Swift's box and like how wild it was getting? Just dead right. over there in the old Kardashians. That's Which funny. Figures, but they had yeah. a little bit more, I don't know. To cheer for? I I was going to say the people in their box probably didn't have a whole lot to cheer for. Yeah, I don't know that they have a ton of allegiances to one team and a reason to cheer for one team. Russ was definitely not cheering for KC. Yeah, he care? Oh, no. Yeah. So. Broncos country, let's ride. Hey. I love T-Swift's box, though. They were killing it. Dude, they were going wild. It was hilarious. Uh, Kelsey's get-up was funny. Yep. Especially when he put the mask on at the end mm. of the night. Yes. The chain smokers, that was wild, seeing that Our afterwards. Work. Yeah. Dude. Dude, Pat and Travis being up there with the chain smokers, they were having the time of their lives. They're too. They're bros. I didn't realize that the chain smoker and uh, Pat and Trav are bros like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're homies. They said uh, if they do a three-peat, then the Chainsmokers should get a ring. <laughs> they probably will at this point. Yeah, they sure. At this point, they probably will. Mm -hmm. That'd be wild. The Chainsmokers are boys, though. Mm. Those would be some DJs I would definitely want to party with, because I think they would be a blast, and they don't seem like they would be, like, too goody-two-shoes or whatever. Like, they would be drinking some slides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just High energy. Playing great music. Mm. I need it. Trying to sour pet strawberries for the first time. You've never tried a sour pet strawberry? Mm -hmm. Wow. So good, right? They're a little bit more, like, thicker. And, like... That's really, really good. They're not, like... They're not... I don't know. Like, the other sour patch kids are, like, smaller, I feel like, and thinner. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit more flavor, in my opinion. I agree. Um, why strawberry though? Is strawberry your favorite? What's your favorite type of flavoring? Probably strawberry. Yeah, yeah. But I can get down with anything. So you know the the dum dum suckers. Oh yeah. You get like banks, cotton candy, cherry, and grape are always my favorites. I grape, always get grape, three. Grape every now and then is a nice change up. Just good flavor. Dum dums. Great Fanta. Fanta in general is just a nice little like. There's times where I'll walk into a come and go, and I just smash a Fanta. I'm like, crave it, <laughs> strawberry Fanta, and grab it straight to the counter. It's all I need. Don't need no chips. Don't need nothing. I'll go in my car, slurp it down. It's not it's good, warm, so you gotta drink cold. No, <laughs> I I think Fanta at the movies with buttery salty popcorn is Ooh. the best. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies, before we get into our main topic, mm -hmm. um, you ready for Dune? Dune, baby. Couple weeks. I've seen previews everywhere now. People are talking it up. They're saying it's supposed to be one of the best science fiction movies ever. I'm going to rewatch one just so I'm locked in. And... As you should. Have you rewatched one oh, recently? Yeah. Like 15 times. So you're good. Oh, I'm good. So locked. Good. So good. in it. Um, there was another couple of movies coming out that I wanted to talk about. That you and I need to go see. Need to go see One Love. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, obviously. So, Madam Web apparently has been awful. Mm -hmm. I've heard it's like one of the worst comic movies ever. Mm -hmm. 
So probably don't need to go see that. Yeah, it's free, but whatever. Are we? So you still want to do? I mean, I'm. I'll probably go see it during the day. Dick. <laughs> you're the go to Jonathan and Sydney Sweeney, bro. Why am I not gonna go see that? Well, then let I'll go see it with you. Okay, fair enough. I'll go see it. Right. That's why I was asking. Like, are we still gonna go see it? Uh, what about Kong and Godzilla? That new movie. It looks okay. Okay. Um, Ghostbusters. Definitely don't want to see that. Okay. Um, and then definitely the Zendaya movie. Challengers. Yep. Yep. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Which I think we need to do a uh, Planet of the Apes, like movie marathon one day. I watched them all recently. I haven't watched them all recent, like in a long time. And then the last one that I'm really excited for is the Fall Guy. Oh yeah, Emily Blunt movie. Yeah, that looks good. good. Looks really good. Yeah, it kind of gives me a Nice Guys vibe. Yeah, and I just recently rewatched the Nice Guys with uh, oh Rose yeah, Crow yeah. and yeah. Ryan Gosling. It gives me that kind of vibe. Yeah, it looks really good. That it's like semi serious but semi funny. Also, one more before we move on, that If movie, the imaginary If, imaginary friend movie. Yes, that looks good. Who's in that? Is it Ryan Reynolds? I think it's Ryan Reynolds. I think it is Ryan Reynolds. Have you watched the Deadpool 3 trailer? Yes. Looks great. I have yes. not. Yes. Does it look good? Oh, it's going to be amazing. Okay. It's, I'm excited for it. It's going to be fucking awesome. I haven't watched Deadpool in a while either. Anything Ryan does is usually pretty good. Yeah, he's a pretty funny dude. Yeah. And he takes his, like, he's big into that. He takes his work pretty seriously, so. Yeah, he's a very, the Ryan's man. Yeah. His Ryan wife was in Tethered Box. His wife's. Very attractive. His wife is really cool. Yeah, she's just super cool. Just too, a yeah. cool girl. I, I guess her and Taylor have been friends for a really long time. Yeah. I yeah. guess all like the people that Taylor brought and just been hanging out with are like just OG homies. That's uh, I love that. Did you see Selena and Benny's most recently her post? I did see that. Yep. Macy's cool with them being together. I don't like it, but I think it's all right. Benny's a dog, bro. I feel like he's gonna hurt her. He deserves to be happy. Not with Helena. Who are you, bro, to be matchmaker? She just she just needs to be with someone different. You feel him be Coop Cupid or what, bro? Try but I don't know who I'm gonna I don't know how I'd point her to. Oh. Like I don't know that I would have picked Taylor and Travis to be the good of match that they are, but apparently they're great, so the power couple. I'd say that's the power couple right now. Hashtag power couple. Probably took over the Beyonce Jay Z throne. I would say, especially if he keeps winning championships. He did say that he had to hold up his end of the bar- end of the bargain and bring home some hardware, and he did. He did it. Dude, they have brought home some hardware. They're for a trophy cabinet. Grammys could be full. Champions. Yeah, their house would be full of trophies. What do you think he'd have to do to win the MVP in the Super Bowl? Oh, he'd have to have like two hundred yards, over ten catches. Three touchdowns. Something yeah. like that. Which was the last non QB Super Bowl MVP? Mm-hmm. Probably what's his name from Seattle? The linebacker? Bobby? Mm-mm. Remember Malcolm Malcolm Smith or hmm. I'm looking it up, everyone. Last non QB to win MVP in 
Super Bowl. Oh, it was Cooper Cup. Oh, he was the MVP in the Super Bowl, huh? Shit. Oh, we're dumb. Who was a little long before that? I bet it was a guy from Seattle. Looking it up. What was his name? He was a big-time linebacker and then got paid. Actually, it was Edelman. And then it was Von Miller. And then Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith. That's what I was right. So there was actually been three since before Malcolm Smith. Von Miller. Julian Edelman. And Cup. So two receivers. That's cool. But, like you said, Cup had eight catches, 92 yards, and two TDs. Julian Edelman had 10 catches, 141 yards. He had that big, I think that's the one he had the catch, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Von Miller had six tackles, two and a half sacks, one pass defended, and a strip sack. Dang. That's the stat line. And that was their every year, right? That was the Super Bowl 50. Yeah. The year that we just had one of the best defenses in history. The defensive, yeah. Yeah. Got Peyton Reed. Got carried Peyton Manning's old ass to a ring. That's, that's okay. Great. All he had to do was come out there, call a few audibles, say Omaha a couple times, and boom, Super Bowl champs. That's greatness right there. I just want to be a Super Bowl champ again. Maybe one day. Don't you? Yeah. I'd say I got better than you do, though. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and go into our next topic. Yeah. Let's finish this up. So, unfortunately, the Super Bowl parade was overshadowed um, by an unfortunate tragedy. Mm. There was a shooting at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, um, injuring 20-plus people and unfortunately taking the life of another. So wanted to just briefly kind of just talk about that and our immediate feelings and reactions and just kind of our, our thoughts on, on where the world really kind of is as a whole. And I kind of wanted to start with with something I had tweeted out um, on my Twitter. I'm never calling it X. And I said that it doesn't take any extra effort being nice to someone than it does being mean to someone. Mm -hmm. And that's just something that I really believe in right now. Um, And totally just think is so true. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so, like, we'll see any other way how it couldn't be true. Yeah. First off, we'll we'll start with this. Uh, just uh, thoughts and prayers about uh, the family and friends that obviously had the one person pass away uh, at the parade. And uh, I think you said they came out and kind of talked yeah, about who the person was, was. It was a lady from the Kansas City area, uh, a mother of two. Um, I believe she was also like a radio DJ. So was she, just there enjoying a parade celebrating a, a football team winning the Super Bowl. And according to early reports, um, obviously the investigation is still going on, um, is that it was a dispute in yeah, the crowd. Between supposable immigrants, I guess, younger kids. Some hooligans. Some hooligans. Some some hooligans. Oh, the man. nicest way possible to say what other people may say is hooligans. Yeah. Just... Unreal, just an unreal act of just, man. So what are we doing? Like, at some point, and I'm not gonna get into like any political thing here. Yeah. But at some point, like, we're not gonna be able to do anything fun because 
you don't know if you're going to walk to the park and something like this could happen at any stadium venue, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, not even a sporting event, anything. It proves that it it, it isn't just about um, the, the the violence doesn't have limits. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have defined a motive. It doesn't have a reason. There's, it just doesn't make sense for someone one to bring a gun to something like that. Like even people that conceal and carry, the more that like I think about it, and and again we're not going to get into political things here, but it's I I on one hand I do see it, it now. It's like why it would be necessary. It's like if that was a a dad and his kid was sitting next to it, and some dude pulled a gun at another guy, I could see why he would want to take action and protect his family. But then you have on the other hand of like what that turns into. Mm-hmm. Of like one dude's heroic act of trying to protect his family, there becomes retaliation on that potentially, and it's like it just. So it's like, how do you stop that? Mm-hmm. And how do you? Because on one hand, in that scenario, he's just being a good dad. Yeah. I have all the respect in the world for that guy. Yeah, he's protecting his daughter. He's protecting his kids, his wife. Like, it's something we're never gonna get the answers to. I, I know that. I, know, I, think, sure. I think everyone is pretty sold on that. And it's just sad, man. It's just insanely sad. Even the, I, I look at just uh, like senseless violence of, for instance, in the NBA, Isaiah Stewart punching that that guy, mm-hmm. uh, Drew Eubanks. Mm-hmm. What was that necessary? Before the game. Yeah, before the game. It was, they weren't even. Like, how does that, how does that even a lot? Like, how are we even getting to that point where he is that close to him before a game to let that happen? Yeah, and, like, how are bodyguards, security guards not seeing that it's, like, escalating and, I mean, like, oh, maybe we should break this yes. up. and reading the situation. Exactly. Like, these are two very, like, there's no drugs, alcohol, anything involved in this. No. They're very sober and like they want to hurt each other. Or uh, Isaiah wants to hurt him. I don't know what happened with Drew. If he exactly. Something or yeah. But it's like, and you look at Isaiah going after LeBron in that one. Yeah. Same thing. It's not his first time. It's I, and I, and then we have Draymond, who's a good another example in the NBA of doing violent acts to people. Um, he definitely struck Nurkic that one time, and he is definitely. Mm-hmm shown instances where I think he has kicked people and the stomp on Sabonis. I, I want to assume that he was trying to catch his balance. It looks very incriminating. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look great. I have always had the stance. I will always take the stance that first and foremost, I'm not God. Mm-hmm. I will never be able to, I can't judge someone. I'm not, they're going to get judged by God in the end. And who am I to judge that person? Mm-hmm. It's not my place. I've always lived on the assumption that I'm just going to always till the day I die, assume the best in someone. And that's probably a fault and probably something I shouldn't do, but I just, I'll never change that. Cause I just want to have the best outlook in people and assume that that person can change and will change. And I just, I always want to give that person a chance, especially when you can like, you, you can sense that they have good intentions or you can like sense that you, when you have a good sense of something, mm-hmm. I definitely, 
agree in like not backing down on that as well. Oh yeah. No, I I get I get your points. It, there is a great guy in Dre. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. When he's not on a court and he's like just doing his podcast and he's just talking like with other bros, obviously him and Braun are bros. Obviously he's a there's a good human in him. Yeah. But there's also a trigger in him, as we've seen. For sure. Evidence. For sure. Obviously. I also try to assume or not assume, but I also try to think about how someone's past could be and and what their childhood and growing up could be like. I mean, he's talked about it very openly about what growing up in Eastern Michigan was like and mm-hmm. um, some of the the horrible things he saw and experienced in, in his childhood. And you, it's not an excuse for some of the triggers, but I can definitely see why certain triggers would be there and why certain things could trigger a person. I mean, you're just human nature from mm-hmm. your past to just immediately revert back to those things. Yeah. And it's just, I've told Macy this and I've told multiple people this, it's very human basic in- instinct to immediately go to anger. Mm-hmm. It's just the most basic, yep. easiest thing of like, if someone, if I walk up to you and I go, hey, Cody, fuck you. You're immediate in the split second is like, no, fuck you, bro. Uh-huh. But if you can just somehow take a second and be like, hmm, love you. Yeah. It's like, that's, it just makes such a difference. And I think that's what we all like as a society need to work on. And it's, we have been in a society where I think it's been very acceptable and common for people to, to ride each other and rib each other and pick on each other. And, and you hear about kids that have been bullied and, and kids are like, I never knew it would like hurt them or, or I never know they felt this way. And it's like, maybe we should just all, even if you are kidding with someone or even joking with someone, revert back to the very golden rule of of life if you don't have anything nice to say then don't say a damn word mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I, it's very simple yeah very like why like even if it's a joke why do you need to tell someone that they're ugly yeah or they're stupid or you just don't know what someone's going through and if it's with like there's obviously all different kinds of situations here. Yeah. But you just don't know what, if you're, if you're out there and you're going by somebody and you, you just feel the need to say something like that, there's just, you just don't know. You don't know what that person's having to deal with the past eight hours of their day. Exactly. So. Exactly. And the same needs to be said in our own lives. Mm-hmm. That if we're, we're feeling the need to say negative things, or if we're feeling negative thoughts or whatever, it's take an internal look at yourself and, and, be like, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Why am I triggered this way? Or, or why is is it that these negative thoughts are are the first thing that I'm thinking and, and I'm not able to think positively? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all went through COVID. Um, COVID, I, I think, hurt a lot of people's mental states and did a lot of bad for people's mental health. Um, and I think that's a part of a lot of for me, a lot of like the the negative is like you forgot how to interact with people. Like mm-hmm. obviously that it was violence and all of this was very much a, a thing before COVID, but it's like it got even worse to, in my opinion of like after COVID because you forgot how to interact with another human being. Oh yeah. It's 
and I feel like we're it's been four years now. Like we, we should be past that. Yeah. Like, there's there's been I think plenty of times. So scared. Yeah. There's just so much violence in the world, even across seas and and just everywhere that I think everyone's on edge. Mm-mm. And with all of the the gun violence that's happened through America in the last ten years, I think everyone's just scared and yeah. on edge. Yeah. When people walking around on eggshells is always a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I don't think America does that too often, just because we're America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there's definitely citizens in America that are that oh, way. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'm not taking that away. Definitely not. 100%. As a country, though, I'm, yeah. No, as we, a country in a whole, like, it, it's not scary. But the citizens in the country, I think they're definitely a certain average portion of, of citizens that are, are terrified in their day-to-day lives. Yeah. To wrap this up, uh, our big point here for this parade and violence and all these terrible things happening around us, just be a great person. Like at the end of the day, why do you feel the need to bring a gun to a function with millions of people? You don't, you don't have to do that. Just stay home. If you have some sort of beef with somebody, like why would you feel the need to go into a group? Don't do it. Just be better. Also, just just being kind to one another, um, and even maybe going above and beyond to be kind to people, uh, and then helping spread that positivity. You telling someone that they're like, for instance, uh, there's there's the bartender at billiards, Kristen KG. I tell her every time I see her that, hey, beautiful. You just never know what yeah. that's gonna do to somebody. Yeah, like she could be having the worst day ever. And I come in and I, and I tell her, hey, beautiful, and just brightens up her day. Yeah. Or telling someone they're doing a good job. Like, text a buddy you haven't texted in a month and just say, thinking of you, love you, buddy. Or, or just give someone some encouragement. I mean, I think that's what we're lacking the most is just, just encouragement. Yep. Need it. Need that. Need that pat on the back sometimes. You're doing a good job, buddy. Hey, likewise, but likewise. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Um. But don't want to overshadow what, what Kansas City achieved. And, and that's a fine line of you want to obviously give the absolute respect to the, the tragedy that ha- has happened. Um, but I don't want what the Chiefs accomplished to be overshadowed by this because that was something special and something memorable that they accomplished as a team. And, and that shouldn't be always remembered as the day that there was a shooting and not. And that's gonna, and that's going to be the sad thing that's yeah. going to be talked about. It will be, and that and that and that's just not for Kansas City. That's going to be for the NFL. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough for other cities to maybe next year if someone different and you have that in the back of your head, and everyone will. So. Yeah, there will be people that potentially don't go to a parade next year because they're like, oh, well, there was a shooting last one, so I'm not going to go to that. Yep, there will be those people. So sad. It it just just be nice, be loving, be kind. Um, it's not hard. Just celebrate the right things be there for the right things so 100 percent, 100 percent. well i love you love you bro i love we got serious here i love our community yeah i love the the fam that we have um and just love doing this couldn't be more excited uh keeping it a short one today nfl's over so over baby we'll do a, a quick outline of how the the future of the pod is going to look over the the coming months obviously 
we're going to hit the NBA All-Star break um, coming up this weekend. And we'll get some NBA break and kind of NFL break and kind of just be able to, to rest our sports minds. Take breaky break. We've got pitchers and catchers reporting for spring training. So the, the fire is crackling. We got sparks and we got embers starting to kind of to go. But the fire hasn't actually taken off yet. We're, we're just heating up. One more sports thing before we get out of here. Shout out the old Caitlin Clark being the number one scorer in NCAA women's history. Yes. Goat. Goat. Go get that championship. Go get the, go get the chip. Um, so we'll cover draft in April. We'll cover combine. We're going to cover NBA play-in, NBA as it approaches the playoffs. We'll start talking about um, different scenarios and how teams will miss and what the impacts that will have in the offseason. Um, we're going to talk about the Masters when that comes up in April. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll probably talk more movies and, and entertainment stuff over the next couple of episodes just to kind of give the sports a break and um, let let the viewers kind of have a, a sports sporty fresh <laughs> and, and then we'll, we'll kind of dive back in with some some more sports stuff and, and getting into drafts and uh, dynasty talk at that point it'll it'll really hit hit hard come march so you're up baby we'll uh we'll give you guys some some entertainment we'll do some fun little uh top five top ten lists coming up in the next couple of episodes and hopefully get some guests on here uh coming up in the next few episodes as well so sure. Um, I know, I think we kind of discussed one guest we would both really like to have on. He's never been on and we were kicking ourselves that we've never invited him on. Um, so we definitely need to get the, that cowgirl fan on. Love, love him to death. <laughs> Buddy, I love you so much. Um, anything you want to say before we close? Uh, love y'all. Glad to be back. Glad that kind of football's over. Being Eagles fan, I'm glad the heartache's over as well. Yeah, um, and uh, just ready for a uh, ready to get into spring, ready for some nice weather. Just ready to agreed. Ready to get things popping. Um, been going to the gym recently, so if anybody else is in there, you know, in their nutrition, in their uh, in their gyms, getting that work in. Uh, much respect to you guys. Keep it going. Uh, I feel like a new little kind of jolt in my butt a little bit uh, to kind of get me going. And uh, it has being back in the gym has really, really helped uh, mentally and physically for sure. So hey, we need uh, a host in there. Hey, come on. Ready for you. Come on. Uh, love you guys. See you next week. Everyone. We are the bros balls bangers podcast. That's your co-host Cody Davis. I am your host, Caleb Wilcox. Thank you guys so very, very much for giving us this opportunity to, speak our minds um talk about things that we're passionate about um and also try to spread a little bit of positivity out there in the world that's mm -hmm. at the end of the day um uh, i may argue with my buddies i may scream and yell at them but i love every single one of my friends and would die for any of them they're my boys one love baby so love everybody have a great rest of your week enjoy the weekend peace Fuck a pigeonhole, I'm a night out, it's a different mode I'ma have to make a paint of six on a pinky toe Heard you 